Alright everybody, today is April 15th, 2020. This is the uh, Quarantine Files. I'm Nick. I'm Kevin. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, what? I just messed up the date this time. No, you did not. It's an improvement. I'm proud of me. Yeah. I'm proud of me. It's, I'm almost a professional <laughs> podcast Slowly but surely, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. Um, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Just got that stimulus check. So, uh, you know, the first thing I did today was go out and buy myself a new microphone or a headset for uh, Xbox so I don't got a constant Christ, hum on the group. Maybe we won't have to hear the entire time I'm playing now. Yeah, it, it sucks pretty bad, but uh, me and Bobby were playing with two random guys today. And one of the guys mentioned, he was like, man, I may have to mute you. I was like, all right, that's up to you. Me and Bobby are like, Still don't play like, and then halfway through, like once we started like kicking some ass, and like I revived him once or twice and like got a couple kills. He was like, he unmuted me. He's like, okay, where are we going? I was like, all right. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, good. dude. The funniest That's part, though, funny. the funniest part was so like our entire team went to the top of a building to get another team to kill him, and in it, Bobby died and this other dude died. Well, I was like on the ground floor, and I was so high I couldn't figure out how to get to the top floor of this building so eventually i was like fuck it like i started seeing people dying i was like i'm just gonna run away i got enough money to buy him back and one of the guys called me he's like dude why'd you run away i was like honestly bro i tried for like 30 seconds i was just too high to find the stairs like i'll buy you back <laughs> and i bought him back and died right when i bought him back and that was like nice we ended up getting second place which fucking sucks but they're a good you know, squad you- you didn't have the right guy to uh, get the W, man. Dude, it Sorry. literally went down to 1v1. Our guy versus oh, their really? guy, yeah. And our guy threw down a deployable uh, shield, yeah. deployable cover, and then somehow he still died. It was just, it was so funny. He was like, fucking Call of Duty is ass, like, cheating like a motherfucker. Like, bro, he went off. That's he killed, funny. Yeah, he, like, down like, the, <clears throat> the other two guys on the team. It was, uh, it was a fun match. It sounds like it was fun. I haven't been able to really. I've. I'm so torn right now because I, we talked about it like a little bit on Sunday, but I am like really enjoying the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. But also, all of my friends are like, Nick, come play Warzone. And like, so there's two situations that this happens in. And it's one when it's 2 30 in the afternoon and I'm on a conference call with my boss and people are blowing me the fuck up. And I'm like, guys, I still have a job. <laughs> Like, I understand that this sucks for you guys. I got stuff to do. Anyway. Um, but, so, like, I just, oh, I'm not going to play. War- for still being employed and making money. <laughs> oh, woe get fucked, Kevin. You. you know what I mean. Yeah, and I have some inconsiderate friends that want me to ruin that by go playing a stupid-ass video game. Uh, and they, But, so, the other situation is when I'm sitting there and, like, I will literally turn this PlayStation on. I will hear the beep. It will start up. I will get to the start screen, and then people are like, yo, it's 7.30 at night now, no excuses. And I'm like... I mean, it's true, though. It's true, though. Just- it is true, but, like, I'm trying to get through this, man. Like, I'm trying to... Like, I want to play it. Like, I, I, uh, my big thing is I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. Like, because I don't... I already don't know the ending to a, like, whatever, 20-year-old game, 20, 30-year-old game. I don't, I don't know when it came out, but... Um, it definitely came out in the 90s, so it's at least 20 years old. I think, I think it came out in 98, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I, but I've managed to avoid all the spoilers so far. Like, I don't want it to happen now. Yeah. No, that would definitely suck. Go 20 years without spoilers. And then 
Right. Well, I mean, the funny thing is I actually have to go like 25 years because there's no way that this uh, this uh, next chapter is coming out next year. Uh, so, so, and they're, they're doing it. Yeah, so the remake is actually only uh, part one of like four. Oh, shit. That's yeah. a smart way of doing it. I wouldn't be surprised if Modern Warfare, how if they have, they keep on doing the updates, not just to Warzone, but to the campaign as well. So they do, they reintroduce like a updated Modern Warfare 2 campaign, Modern Warfare 3, as well as doing the Warzone. Which? Yeah, I mean, that makes the most sense because I think that this year's Call of Duty is going to have to get pushed back. Yeah. I mean, we've seen so many major titles this year uh, be pushed and um, be delayed and stuff like that. It's, I mean, my biggest concern at this point is Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Um, that's the one that I, I will be actually, like, genuinely upset if it gets pushed. Everything else, I'm kind of like, you know, we got new consoles coming out this year. Like, new console years are either extremely extremely busy or extremely slow this looks like it's going to shape up to be a slow one and then you know about midsummer next year about this time we're going to see a bunch of games that got delayed out of this year come out yeah which hopefully it'll work out give them a chance to work out some bugs to make it a little better uh but i don't i mean yeah i don't see why call of duty needs to put out a new modern warfare game when you have the ability to do in-game patches to update update the campaign Update Warzone. Because, I mean, there would be two reasons that I could think of for that. One, um, it's not a, a new Modern Warfare game. Mm-hmm. Right now, all I've done is remastered Modern Warfare 2. Um, so. Bitch, I mean, to be fair, not only was Modern Warfare 2 the best, but the world really hasn't changed in 20 years since Modern Warfare came out i mean <sighs> the situations are still the same still basically dealing with the same exact shit i mean yeah i, I do have to wonder like is, i wonder if some of this stuff's gonna hit a little different now and people are gonna go oh, okay this is uncomfortable yeah like um because it did that back then but it'll be even worse now well, i mean the, i think the airport massacre that shit hit. uh that one i think has got thrust into the limelight in such a way back then that was already hypercritical i think seeing that now it's actually you know what's truly fucked up is that we're so used to a world with terrorism that it, nobody's gonna flinch yeah well like the piccadilly scene where uh in the camp yeah where it yeah and, and that's in the most recent one yeah which you know that's intense it, dude it's super intense but now everybody's just like oh i fucking hate this map not and man, oh, i don't like we always talk about warzone and we always talk about the multiplayer but that that campaign is incredible oh yeah like it's it is like got some genuinely like um, upsetting moments yeah. where you are your character has the option to commit war crimes, yeah. and sometimes they give they give that autonomy to the player. There was one scene in particular that I won't spoil. Um, it involves a revolver because you've played, so I'll I'll give you that. There that sequence I I got I couldn't do it. I I pushed out. I had to bail. Yeah. Um. Uh. I haven't. I need to complete the campaign. Uh, just for the sake, I mean, it's not like I don't have the time during quarantine to do it, but that Modern Warfare 3 campaign was fire. That scene when you're, like, you're taking back the White House, and then, you know, Russia's launching the invasions, and you have to do the amphibious landing. I mean, that shit was so fire. I remember in college just binging that entire campaign in, like, one sitting, staying up till 3 in the morning. Yeah, I remember um, that that scene the whole time. You're like, you're you know, you're in DC, 
Um, but all you're doing is like working your way through the ruins because an EMP has just gone off. And they keep saying, we need to get to the Whiskey Hotel. We need to get to the Whiskey Hotel. Yeah. And like me being a you know 16-year-old kid, I, had, I didn't know what the phonetic alphabet, alphabet was like yeah. or uh, whatever alphabet. they call it. Yeah, the NATO alphabet was. I, I, had, I had no idea. I thought it was literally a hotel called the Whiskey Hotel. Yeah. And then you, you come up. The shot is so good because like you're walking up that hill and it just like you just see the front lawn of the White House just like straight up battle torn. White House is on fire. There's explosions. There's holes in the wall. And I, like that shit hit me. I was like, oh, this is rad as hell. Yeah. Like I'm about to go take the White House back. Yeah. That shit is so dope. It was it's awesome. Like, not like we're not gonna let the White House fall this day, and then like, oh, I got I got goosebumps. I got fucking. It's good. It's really good. I may have to go replay that campaign soon now. Yeah. Um, how is your? Uh, how are you holding up without a haircut, man? How shaggy you getting? I don't. I don't know. I don't actually think I've paid attention. Hold on. Let me take my beanie off. Is it? it no, it doesn't look that bad. I'm gonna be honest. It doesn't look like it really. It's grown that much. That's, I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? I said it doesn't really look like it's grown that much, man. Like that's wild. Maybe it's or well, because I maybe you think that because it's like you saw me in college. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. And back then I had I had some hair. I had a flow. Yeah, you did have a like. Flow. So did Bobby. I'm interested to see what Bobby hair is looking like. He's gonna get back to this. College. Bobby didn't have a flow in college. Oh yeah, he did when he was bartending for Fuzzies. He had that Justin Bieber swoop. Yeah, oh, yeah, he did have the swoop, but it, well, I was, I wasn't talking, I guess, like, I see, I hear the word flow, and uh, I think about, like, back, what it was, like, back to my shoulder yeah, blades. that lacrosse like, mullet flow. Got that lettuce. Yes, that lettuce. Yeah, I had Ashley uh, uh, cut my hair yesterday with some beard trimmers, which ended up oh, it shows. showing out midway through, shutting out, like, midway through, shorted. So we had to like go get like a new pair of like actual like hair trippers, trimmer, uh, hair clippers. To, yeah, I mean it shows. Yeah, Don't worry. It's that modern people... choppy look. You know? <laughs> That's a word for it. Yeah. I'm just fucking around. I can't really can't barely see it. No, dude. It it honestly like the back is the worst, but it still looks pretty good. She she did a terrible bad. job on it. Now that you now that you start twisting and turning, it really doesn't look that bad. No, it does. I've I've honestly had worse haircuts. Looking at you, sport clips. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't go to sport clubs. Yeah, no, don't, don't do it. Do not do it. Uh, you, speaking of sports clubs, you want to jump into the uh, latest news in sports? Yeah. What do you think at first? I think we should definitely hit the latest news about Dr. Fauci saying that sports continue without. Fans yeah. Because it's much. Um. I I think that so I should say that this came off of an article that I I just kind of stumbled across. But um, essentially what Fauci said, he was in a Snapchat interview, which that phrase exists now. Well, he's basically um, used up all the YouTube uh, influencers, all the doctors on YouTube, all the just random personalities, every late show host. I mean, you want to talk about the most famous doctor in America? It's Dr. Anthony Fauci. Not the yeah, I mean, general. Not Deborah Bricks, which I think last time we called her like Braxton or something, but it's Deborah Bricks. Burks. Is that the other one on the? Uh, oh, sorry. Is that the one on the coronavirus thing? Yeah, the task force. The, uh, like the, I don't like her. Yeah, she's not as um. She doesn't give off the same type of confidence and ease that Fauci does. 
Fauci just has that quiet confidence where you're just kind of like, oh, yeah. he clearly knows what he's doing. She, I, I guess I shouldn't say I don't like her. I don't like the way that she presents herself because she hasn't said anything that's like made me mad or anything. It's, it's just been like, I, I wish I had somebody that, like you, like you were saying, just kind of had that confidence and had that swagger and had like the, you know, like this is what's happening. Yeah. Because like I, I don't know what it is, but there's something about uh, like the way that she speaks that it kind of makes her sound shook. Yeah. And I don't know. It sounds but, like she's trying too hard to be calm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I could see what you mean. But, I mean, either way, back to Fauci. So I, I came across this article, and it was a Snapchat interview that he was doing with I don't know who. And um, they basically asked, you know, do you think that uh, sports can continue without fans? Yeah. And the long and short of the answer is yes, but precautions would have to be, would have to be taken. Yeah. And so the precautions that he suggested was, I think he was talking about the NFL specifically, was that – you would have to basically put all the players, and when he said all the players, when I initially read was all of the team, like to wherever they're traveling to, but that's not what he meant. He meant all of the players and coaches in the NFL would have to be quarantined in a hotel. Yeah. In like in a hotel until every until the quarantine breaks. Which would be wild. Imagine that, like. You guys. That would be the greatest reality TV. Oh, that would I be would... the greatest hard knocks of all yes. time. Oh, that, oh yes. my God. HBO, ESPN, team up, make that shit happen. Hard knocks. Oh, you got like teams meeting like, bro. Dude, can you imagine? You would have literally all of the superstars in one spot. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, well, I was going to say maybe in the same film room, but probably not. Oh, um, you, you know for sure some shit's going to get fucking said. Like, oh. Oh, 100%. You, uh, you would definitely have guys like Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. I'm using them because they're similar age. Um, like, they would definitely just be, hey, yo, bro, you want to watch some film? Yeah. Like, and you would get, like, those two, like, a beautiful mind shit going yeah. on. Like, Tom Brady would be in the same building as every other NFL player in the league. Yeah. Can you imagine how much better the NFL would just be Dude. because they get to talk to Tom Brady? Dude, just imagine this. Like, film room, everybody's, like... Six feet apart, you got Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, uh, fucking um, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Murray, Matt Ryan, fucking, oh, my God. Seattle's Everybody. Why, Russell Wilson. Russell. Like, sitting in on a fucking, looking over previous plays, being like, yeah, we're going to, you know, this is what I did here. This is what I did. Yeah. Bro. Like helping each other out, elevate. Like, that would be crazy. Or it anyway, could devolve that's... into like clans where like each team has a floor. Oh, and then it's oh, just it like totally you just see like that. pranks being played all across the hotel. <laughs> that would. Be I mean, the, but the other thing would be is that you would have the potential to see have for teammates or former teammates to see each other again. Yeah, which would be dope. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just I don't know. It, like the idea is so cool. And so weird at the same time. Like, I, that's one that I almost kind of hope happens. Yeah. But if you're Mason Rudolph, um, you're kind of like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Miles Garrett's or are you, are you, or are you like, yeah, ask him if I said it. Oh, yeah, true. Because, I mean, like, think about it this way. That dude has a black coach. Yeah. That dude plays, has black people protecting him. If he, if he said it, he's the biggest fucking idiot on the planet. Yeah. And an asshole, but that didn't really need to be said. Worse than Richie um, Incognito. Right, because at least that guy apologized. Yeah. Um, Which, who was the guy that he was getting, that was getting hazed, quote unquote? 
I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. I can't, Richie Incognito was the guy who was like, he hazed his teammate, and the guy complained. Uh, that, I, well, I was I was thinking about the fact that Richie Incognito dropped the N-word at a concert yeah. when he was drunk in the offseason. No, was that Incognito? I thought that was a... Yeah. Who's well, I mean, Richie Incognito is known for being kind of a piece of shit in general, yeah. but... Like that was the I I remember hearing his name first surface for me at least uh, in that instance. But either way, like I've, yeah, I've heard people say it before, but it's like, dude, there are cam- there are microphones everywhere yeah. on that field. If if the NFL has that and they haven't done anything about it, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the NFL, so I wouldn't be that shocked. But but they're shitty. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's just. We don't have to get delve into that, that would, yeah, bullshit. No, I agree. That would be the greatest hard knocks of all time. I mean, I'd, like, you'd have to stop the show. Yeah. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't even have – you know what? It would be a season-long hard knocks. Yeah, it would. It would be a season-long You would just – because you would have so much content. Yeah. It would, you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. It would be like this week on hard knocks. The Cardinals and the Patri- Patriots are getting into an off-the-field beef. You see, I'm like – I almost on. wonder if you would – at that point, would you just do a hard knocks for every team? I like honestly. You could literally do like a hard knocks every day. Like you could have like different teams. That's what I'm saying. Is like you could literally. Oh, you know what? That might be better. That might be even better. Where so you just have HBO's people in there, and they are like doing whatever they need to do, and then like an office um, style like docu series where their bitches are just like looking through windows and shit, catching (laughs) (laughs) like catching audio and shit. Nobody that would be around. amazing. But yeah, fuck that Tom Brady guy. He's a fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess to get back to like the article we were talking about is the expanded part of this was that he was saying there was a lot more stipulation to it. Yeah. Obviously, he was like, you know, they have to quarantine these all these people in one building essentially, yeah. um, or one complex is probably more likely. They would also have to uh, be tested for coronavirus every week. Um, and like, there was a bunch of stipulations, but he also ended, you know, topped it all off by saying, I don't think that's going to, it's going to come to that. I think by the time we get to there or by the time we get to August, you know, we're going to, we're going to have rolled back around on the end of this thing. Yeah. Um, I mean that, but that's the question though. You have the MLB talking about an Arizona, Florida type thing where the East coast teams playing Florida, you know, house them all in a hotel, play round robin Mm -hmm. tournaments. And then the West Coast teams all play in Arizona. So, like, I don't know how – like, I think you could do two places, but that's just – it's so hard because of the travel. Unless you want to do it by bus. Well, if you wanted to do two different places, you would have to do it like baseball is suggesting and just say you don't play people from the other division. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like, you you just – you play your team and you move on. Well, like it, they were talking about um, doing away with the leagues – Instituting universal DH and then just splitting it 15-15, you know. Everybody, like, yeah. east of the Mississippi plays in Florida. Everybody west of the Mississippi plays in. Which, I mean, there's yeah. more teams, like, east, west of the Mississippi. And, I mean, east, but I mean all of this is com- would be completely contingent on, you know, the player's willingness to play, obviously, and also potentially quarantine without their families. Yeah. Um, because we don't like I, what you're. What we're talking about here is just, it's crazy, right? Like, I mean, can you imagine being away from your fam, being away from everyone you know, and only being with your teammates for an entire season? 
bro. You'd either have some great camaraderie or just some absolute shit shows, which would oh, it would it would extremely expose the uh, the state of your locker room, yeah. wouldn't it? Which would be great for a hard knocks. Oh, it really would. That would be just like, so great. Just literally give everybody like on the team a floor. Like not even that though. We would also be able to see them like drink and hang out together, yeah, right? Exactly. Like it would. I think that would honestly build way more camaraderie. Like you're seeing, and especially if they lax like the weed rules and stuff. Like you just see them like smoking blunts. Like I think they've already talked about doing that, but I could be I could be incorrect. No, they did. Yeah, NBA oh, they and NFL are they're no longer going to test for marijuana at this like as regulatory substances. Oh yeah, how how mad is Josh Jordan? Josh Gordon. Yeah, well, he had some other issues too, like cocaine. I mean, yes, he did, but I'm talking about his early career oh, yeah, when he just like couldn't stay off the weed. It's just, y'all, just leave the man alone. Right? Like, like, it's why you keep bugging him about this weed shit. Like, nobody cares. Yeah, like it's. I mean, the, I think it was. I can't remember who it was, but there was one that there, he lived in a state that it was legal to smoke weed. Yeah. He got tested and suspended. I was just like, yo, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah. he's following the law. Yeah, completely agree. Completely fucking agree. But, that, yeah, I think it would build a lot of, like, camaraderie amongst not only, like, the team, but fans. And it would also expose a lot of, like, teams. So, like, maybe, like, the Green Bay, you would see some, like, Aaron Rodgers being contentious as shit with whoever his coach is now. I'm not even sure. It's not Bruce Arians. It's, um, no, he's in no Bruce Arians, Tampa. It's oh, if you hadn't asked me, I'd have, to, I'd have been able to tell you, because um, it's not Mike McCarthy. That's where no, he, left. he went to Dallas. It's I want to say Smith, but that's not right. Um, Hold on, I'm looking it up. I keep trying to think Vince Carter, Matt but that's LaFleur. not it either. Matt Lafleur. Yeah, like I said, if you'd have never asked me, I'd have known that. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, he's he's a Sean McVay esque, but for defense. Yeah. Which um, I think Mike McCarthy is going to do great things at Dallas. I do too, as long as Dak can hold up. I don't even think Dak's going to be there. I think Dak's got another. They franchise tagged him. So. That doesn't mean that. So they, that doesn't mean Jerry Jones isn't going to draft a quarterback. That means. Oh, that, I mean, yeah. That means that they can pay him fucking like, ten mil for a year. I don't. I don't think so. I think. Dak is not. I think Dak. I, I, I agree with you. I hate Dak. I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, but I, I don't I don't see them drafting a quarterback. Not high. Definitely not high. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, what was next? What do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about McCaffrey? Do you want to talk about – let's talk I, about McCaffrey. Well, we that, can talk about McCaffrey, but I really do want to get into these virtual OTAs talking about uh, if they hold them. I don't know what this is. It's uh, – so, like, they, I guess, figure that most linemen have big enough, like, yards and shit. I don't know. Like, the voluntary OTAs that are held, like – yeah. Midsummer, not the mandatory June ones, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. The voluntary OTAs, it would be They're, those are usually for younger guys or like lower level guys that are trying to get work in. Yeah, exactly. So it would be like if they did classroom time, it would be online over Zoom, which makes sense. But it would also be mm-hmm. like, I guess they would have a Zoom like 
guy followed him, like, why they did, like, workouts and stuff in their backyard. Like, I'm not sure. They just said they were holding, uh... I mean, it, it doesn't sound... doing it virtually, which I was like, that makes no sense to me, but whatever floats your boat, I guess, NFL. That doesn't sound that insane to me, because when you think about it, we, like, we see, um... Workout videos come out all the time. Yeah. Like, it's... You see, you saw it with uh, Winston. You saw it with Hopkins. You saw... I mean, you see it... Any any major athlete gets their uh, their workouts taped just so that they can put put together, like, brand stuff so that they can, like, get their brand out there. But it's, it's like... What I said that to say that, like, it doesn't seem that crazy to me that you could just have, like you said, like a Zoom conference where, you know, you have your OTA head, whatever the hell he's called. Like, all your coaches just, like... And they've got, like, a billboard of, like... 50-something people, and they're just like, all right, I need to check on, you know, if it was Falcons, like, all right, I need to check on Matt. All right, now I need to check on Julio. Is Julio good? All right, cool. Now I need to check on Calvin. Like, it's, See, if they you know what I mean? That, that would make sense. I was thinking more like they have, like, one of, like, those dummies that, you know, is on the wheels with, like, an iPad on it with somebody on the screen <laughs> over Zoom. I'm like, you're hitting wrong. You're tackling wrong. Like, I need to see you get lower. Like, and he's, like, zooming around, like, the field following Oh, man. Like, I was like, that shit would be so funny. But that makes more sense. You know, if this Hard Knocks like, thing's happened, that's what I want. Yes. A hundred percent. Or they could just do it via drone. Like, that would make sense, too. Um, yeah, drone would make sense. But, yeah. I just thought that was really funny how they were talking about doing virtual walkthroughs. Like, I, I mean, know, if it's like three D, like I don't know if they team up with like Oracle or something to come out with like three D headsets that they can use. Where yeah, I don't. I know. mean, when you think about this stuff, like it, it doesn't sound so insane to me that you could just do you could watch film over Zoom. Like that doesn't well, yeah, seem that wild. That like watching film over Zoom, like the classroom stuff makes sense to me. To yeah, going coaching. over coverages and like that's yeah, that stuff is totally just like yeah, I mean yeah, of course that's what you're going to do. But, like, but the, the, you're right about like the workout parts. Yeah. It's that's weird. Yeah, that's the part um, that I found funny. Like how are you going to do that virtually? But Yeah. You know. And you did mention in here that they're still going to hold mandatory June workouts, which I've heard some people criticize them for that, yeah. but I was just kind of like, that's I don't so at this point in April, it doesn't seem crazy to me to say we are going to hold workouts in June. If all the players are quarantined and there's yeah. a hotel next to the practice facility and you yeah. follow the precautions, I don't see why yeah. mandatory workouts can't be held in June. I, I completely agree. I mean, it seems like, I mean, obviously continue to follow the guidelines, but that seems okay. Yeah, now, granted, if we walk up to June... Yeah, if we walk up to June and it turns out that we were totally all the projections have been wrong and this thing just is about to skyrocket, yeah. then obviously you change course. Yeah. But like, I mean, at this stage, it seems fine. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Which, speaking of that, I have some really, some stuff to talk about on Sunday uh, for our politics section. But that can wait. It's just we got a lot yeah. to talk about till sun on Sunday. It's been crazy. But let's get into uh, McCaffrey. And Yo, my boy just got just got signed quarterback money. Yeah. Like, this is, I, for people that don't know, he's one of my favorite players. Um, and not just because he's good, but because he's good and, like, he genuinely seems like a good dude. Yeah. Like, it's like he, like, his first year in the league when he kind of came out and people were like, oh, who's this white guy? Yeah. Um, they basically, he bought his, in the offseason, bought his entire offensive line a big green egg. Which is, like, just the perfect, like, oh, bro, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know what you're doing here. Like, you are... 100% buying loyalty. Yeah. And there's no problem with that. No. Like, no it's... problem at all. 
honestly, if you're show the guys, yeah, if you're a running back who doesn't buy his offensive line, I remember in high school, our offensive line coach, his wife, if the running backs got over a hundred yards that game, his wife would bake the entire offensive line cookies. That's amazing. Yeah, like he would just walk into the classes and he'd be like, "Here's a box of cookies for you. Here's a box of cookies for you." Oh, they each got a box. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, so you just see linemen, like, and no teacher would call them out on it. They'd just be, like, sitting in class just munching down on some cookies. <laughs> and they're both like, That's pretty like, good. Yeah, we fucking balled out last night, and we got cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, but so here, the uh, terms of the deer, d- deal, rather, are um, four-year contract for $46 million, $16 million a year. Holy shit! Yeah. That dude is, like, 25! Yeah. And like an extension, he already had two years left on his rookie contract too. Right, and and so like like when I saw that number, like it, like initially I was like, well, yeah, I mean, of course. And then like I thought about it, I was like, oh wait, no, he legit just got like quarterback money. Yeah, Which, like the, to put it in perspective for you for a little bit, Teddy Bridgewater was signed for a three-year, forty-six million million dollar deal. That's the same dollar total, but it's a shorter contract. Yeah. Like, this, they basically looked at Christian McCaffrey and said, hey, we know. Yeah. Like, we, like you got the keys. Like, it's... The thing... I, we, we are going to put the mediocre talent that we need around you, and we are just going to let you ball. Yeah. The thing <laughs> I love about McCaffrey is that when he got that 99 last year during the season on Madden, and they gave yeah. him that plaque, his entire team was just like, Yo, our boy just got that ninety nine, and he fucking deserves it. Like, yeah, do. I mean, and there's not a, if there is a single person in that locker room that thinks that he doesn't deserve it. I bet you every other person hates that guy, and it's probably hates Cam. him. <laughs> Cam just like, I I, <laughs> nah, I, I don't think so. I I think that Cam is probably super upset that he doesn't get to ball with McCaffrey. Anymore. Oh, and Teddy Bridgewater. Can is you imagine, so dude? Can you imagine a healthy Cam Newton? And like, let's talk, let's not even take up, talk about healthy Cam. Let's talk about Pete Cam. Yeah. Because when you talk about Pete Cam, that's a guy that's basically unstoppable. Oh, easily unstoppable. Like, you pair that with Christian McCaffrey, that would be the most dangerous team in the NFL, regardless of their defense, even though their defense is pretty good. Yeah. Well, what I'm looking forward to is that Teddy Bridgewater can actually pass. Cam could like, he was above average on pass. everything. He was above average passer, but. Teddy Bridgewater he was is a, certainly not elite. No, Teddy Bridgewater is is not a great passer, but he's better than Cam. Now, what he does he's more, do is, you know, truck people. But yeah, I'll, I'll say this: Teddy is a good fit for for what they have now because he is pretty mobile. Um, he's more accurate than Cam. Yeah, he's not quite as dangerous as Cam, I would say. Um, only because, like you said. He's not gonna like. He's not gonna truck anybody over. Yeah. If you need like, if um, you're like fourth and two, Cam could get you those two yards. It, yeah, he could. He can make that push. Yeah. Um, but you could still run a little RPO with Teddy. I think you oh, can. You it's could run certainly a not to the option with Teddy and Christian McCaffrey. Oh, you oh could run yeah. A couple flea flickers. I mean that that entire. It's gonna be an interesting. I can, can, can McCaffrey throw? Oh yeah, he can throw. You you think he could sling it? I think he can. I don't see. I, I don't see how. I think it, you're right. He's he's just a pure athlete. I don't see how he can't sling it. 
I 100% can see some dumbass trick play where, you know, of course, they, they load the box, they flick it out to McCaffrey, everybody bites because, of course, that's what you were going to do. Yeah. And then he just hurls it down the field. Yeah, and you got your 4-4 quarterback just taking off. No, I'm not even talking about Teddy, man. I'm talking about if you take DJ Moore, just send him down the field and just go, yo, nobody's going to try to cover you. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. – I don't think Funches is on there anymore, is he? Is he not? I thought he got traded somewhere. Uh, he may have. Because they got um, CJ Samuels. I probably got that first name wrong. Um, and then uh, – I just said it. DJ Moore. Um, it's Curtis Samuels. I got. It. I did get it wrong. Curtis Samuels, DJ Moore, and then I forget who the third guy is. Uh, I'm looking it up now. I could be wrong, but I just thought. Oh, he um, plays with no, Green I, Bay now. Damn. Yeah, Good so that's for what I thought. Aaron Rodgers. He's a big guy to throw to, which he comes from Michigan as well. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Did you see the Browns release new jerseys today? Yeah, I saw that they claimed they released new jerseys. Yeah, exactly like the they look jerseys. identical, but with a black stripe. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, ESPN. Has Everybody out here making moves. Yeah. And no, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like everybody's like, at least Tampa's was different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. I don't think they're great. I think they're fine. But like, at least they were different. The Browns, like, they could have just made this change and just like tweeted out like, hey, we altered the current jerseys, and I would have been like. Yeah, I see why you did that. That looks good. Yeah. That looks good uh, on your current scheme. But, like, say, like making it a big announcement where it's just like, we got new jerseys. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah. Like, the thing was is that after they did that, ESPN released a poll. Like, who's got the freshest new jerseys? And it was overwhelmingly Atlanta. I mean, those oh, all I mean, black that Atlanta's bringing in it just looks so fucking Dude, good. that all black is too clean. Yeah. Like, it's... it's I'm definitely going to get an all-black. If Gurley uh, signs an extension, I'm definitely getting a Gurley uh, uh, jersey, uh, black jersey. Gurley, Julio, Matt Ryan jerseys, those things are going to be fucking. Oh, I got like three or four friends that have already bought the the Julio and Matt jerseys. Yeah. They're, they're, I got some, I got, did get a friend that bought a Trey Young jersey instead, and I was just like. Pfft. I don't know, Trey Young. He, got, he did get knocked out by uh, Paul Pierce in the horse tournament, though. Which kind of sucks. I don't even think he's in the... I'm going to be honest. I stopped watching that NBA 2K tournament. And MLB has like... They're going pretty... Pushing pretty hard on the uh, players. Playing each other in... Um, the show? The show. Yeah. I'm doing like... I'm See, about that's what I don't think I would want to watch. And it's all because that, that game is kind of boring. It like, is. But... If you watch, like, the MLB players, because it's, like, NFL players playing uh, Madden and whatnot. And they're, yeah. they're pretty good at, like, reading where their ball goes and, like, being able to make the plays and stuff. Because they play it in the locker room, I guess. Like, Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So like, it's, like, it's always funny to me to talk to some of my friends that, uh, like, back in high school, um, I knew them and, they, like, we played football together or whatever. And they were, like, the linebackers or they were a corner or something. Because, like, when I play Madden, I always uh, take control of D-line. Right, because that's I played offensive and defensive line Same. when I was younger, and so I always control the defensive line Same. when I when I'm on defense. But they always always pick the linebacker or the corner, and they're like, "Oh, I'm reading it," and they're not always perfect. But it's just like, and it, it's just always interesting to see that sometimes. Yeah. I usually switch between a linebacker or a defensive end, 
like I don't usually play middle linebacker. I usually play like outside linebacker. Defensive. If I got a linebacker blitzing, I I may I may put him. Yeah. Out. I may take control but of him. Generally, but generally I play as defensive end because then I like because that's where I play. That's where I, yeah that's I I depending on the team I'll either take a defensive <laughs> end or a defensive tackle. I just saw a funny ass meme. It was saying it was uh do you watch, ever watch hot ones on uh, YouTube? Oh, it's, no, but I know what it is. Yeah, well, Paul Rudd was on. I'm sure you've seen the meme was like, look at us. Like, who would have Yeah, look yeah. at us. And the, the yeah. thing was like, millennials living through their second once in a generation economic collapse. And it's Paul Rudd's meme saying, look at us. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Can't stop us. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that shit's fucking. All right. <laughs> I, saw a, I saw a really good one of Hannibal Burris. Yeah. It's, you ever seen. Um, uh, like I, I don't actually know where the meme is, uh, reference is from, but it just says like every time I see a good coronavirus meme, and it's Hannibal Burst going, ha, 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 man, this sucks. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's just like, yeah, it's a yeah. fucking mood, bro. Shit's like, so it's, funny. It's like it's depressingly funny. Um, yeah. But going back to sports, what do you think about the Masters being played in November with a possible game day, college game day held from Augusta from the Masters? Well, I don't really care about when the Masters is played, to be honest with you, for a couple of reasons. A, it's golf. Just play. B, it's... I don't watch golf. You're from Georgia. You have to at least watch the Masters. I mean, like, yeah, I put it on. Like, that's... Come on, I'm not a heathen. But (laughs) it's just just that, like, all I'm saying is that, like, it kind of feels like golf is one of those sports that, like, when you play... Probably doesn't make that big of a difference. It's where, yeah. right? Like where the course you're playing, the conditions, that's what matters. But like the mo- you could throw them. Like, and I guess when I say when you play, I don't mean like when it's windy or when it's cold or when it's like I mean like the month doesn't matter because yeah. the conditions could be the same anywhere. Yeah. Um, I guess there's an argument to be made that like you know the players might get cold, yeah. which you know could potentially hurt play. Um, but I mean I don't know. I personally, um, I think November is a little too late. I would like to see it like late September, early October. That would probably be better. It's yeah, basically spring weather in Georgia. I mean, I think the they're probably doing that though because football starts to kind of slow down in November. Yeah. Um, and and that the Masters is something that like people care enough about the Masters that I could totally see them wanting to. Um, sorry, I had I heard a. Thought I heard a knock on my door. I could totally see them uh, pulling uh, viewership away from football. Yeah, no, agreed. I mean, in my mind, Masters signals the start of spring. Yeah. Because it, it's yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think that would be a lot of fun to have them. Hold as far as now. as far as the the game day is concerned, that's interesting. That would be a lot of fun. Have it out in front of like Augusta. But you'd have to be quiet. Like, like, would, like, I don't want game day with golf claps. Like, no. No, you'd have it out no. in front. Like, the course isn't, like, the parking lot and stuff isn't near the the course. Or you could have it, like. I mean, I've, never, I've never been to the course. I don't know. Well, to be fair, neither have I. <laughs> uh, my dad has, though. He's been twice. This, <laughs> he goes, honestly, going to a day at the Masters was the greatest day of my life. I was like, how about my birth? He was like. He was like the Masters. I was like, like, thanks, pops. He's like, sorry, like that's just the truth. Like the Masters has fucking been awesome. I was like, oh my Um, god, this asshole. 
If you could choose one, would you go to Indy 500 or the Masters? Masters. I'm not a NASCAR guy. I have no intention of ever being a NASCAR. I'm guy. not a NASCAR guy either. I and I I don't. Well, I mean, Indy's not uh not really NASCAR. Well, it's not. It's uh Formula One, I think. Or is it Formula One? It's Indy Car Racing. Indy Car, yeah. That's why it's called the Indy 500. Well, it's Indy well, it's actually called Indy 500 because it's Indianapolis, yeah. but it it's all—it's like it's one of those things that like it was—it was too perfect not to, yeah, not to happen. Yeah. Um, no, I just like don't get me wrong. Like it could be a lot of fun, and if I was like single and I was like I'm gonna go fuck a bunch of dumb like country chicks, like they're super hot but not bright. Like you could definitely run train on a lot of them, but. I'm, I wanna, got some opinions out here, Kev. Yeah, That's, I'm from the <laughs> South. I can make these opinions, okay? Uh, hey, I didn't stop you. No, but uh, I would just like to chill and watch the Masters more than I would. I guess, like, I think for me, it depends on who I'm going with. Like, if I'm like, if I'm going with people that are like, oh no, we're here to get hammered. Like, I would rather go to Indy. Yeah. I can see that. If I'm going, like, with people that are just like, no, like, we're going to chill and, like, we're going to coast it out. We're going to catch a buzz, obviously, but, like, we're going to, you know, coast it out. Then I would definitely rather go to the Masters. Yeah, I mean, if I was, yes, if I was trying to black out Indy, but if I was trying to drink some mint juleps, what I'm really pissed about is I was supposed to go to a horse race in April this month uh, before this. Why? Because it was, like, a fun thing that, like, our group of friends were going to do was going to Get an Airbnb and wear seersucker and drink mint juleps and be fancy Southerners. And it got canceled because of the coronavirus. It really kind of sucked. Yeah, that is a bummer. I mean, yeah, I'm certain that you are not the only person that, that had that happen to you. Oh, no. I mean, that's for sure. But we did, me and Ashley did take advantage and um, we got really cheap flights. Like, I'm talking about like $115 round trip to Denver. Oh, dude, Denver's so cool. Yeah, I can't wait. We I, just got a hotel. We got, we're looking at getting a. It's like I think it's like a Marriott or something for like, one thirty-five or one fifty a night. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward. Dude, to Denver, it. Denver was a lot of fun. We stayed in, oh god, what's the section of the city? It's, I can't remember where the section of the city is called now, but it's like basically it would be like their Buckhead. Um, where it's just like, it's like, it's very upscale. It's, you know, bars everywhere. Um, and it was, it's literally like right next to the Rocky stadium is where our Airbnb was. Yeah. And it like, it was so much fun, dude. Like we, you know, we went out a couple times, we went snowboarding, you know, cause it only takes you like an hour to get to the, get to the mountains. Yeah. Um, and so then like, we also went to a show like it was just dude it was so much fun like walking around dude denver is gorgeous by the way a lot of homeless people yes a lot of That's homeless what people I've heard, but but i've also heard that it's beautiful it is actually like an, it's a surprisingly clean city for how many homeless people there are like i and like i don't want that to sound bad but it's like when you look at a place like california like la there's just like right feces on the street and people just like it's an unclean city yeah like denver like i walked around and i was like oh like no this is like they care about this city like it's like the people in charge here like care about that stuff um but it was yeah denver was great um yeah i'm looking forward right. to it i i think we're just gonna have a oh my god did you see trump's tweet today 
I'm sorry. Which one, man? I was just I was scrolling through Instagram real quick, and there's a tweet where he said, "Have you checked your bank account, baby?" It's he did not say baby. No, hold on. Now, let me pull it up. I have it. He goes. I was about to say like no, the he, president of the United States did not say baby. He, he says, "Check your bank account, baby girl." Literally, that's his tweet. <laughs> oh, that is, that is beer worthy if ever I've heard it. I had to crack one right after that. Oh my god! For those of you who can't see, this man has a bottle of whiskey right now, and he's just filling it up, filling up a glass, just straight up, half a glass of whiskey. It was wild, man. That shit post. That shit was so funny. Yeah, I know we're not like we're not talking about like politics, but that shit was just so funny. I had to. Is it funny or is it? it it's like it's it's funny extremely in a sad, depressing. Yeah, in a sad, depressing kind of way. It's just, this look. I mean, we've already got on this shit, so I just have to. I have to get this out now. This motherfucker doesn't know how our government works. Yes. He, in, like, multiple press conferences had said, like, you know, I am the United States president. My authority, or author, whatever the hell. Respect my is, authority. Yes, that, yeah. You know what? He might as well just done up, gone up there and done a Cartman bit. Because that's basically what he said. He said, if I say we're opening the economy, the governors have to agree. No, <laughs> man, I don't want to yell. The funniest thing, the, the most Trumpian thing I think I've ever heard heard was him the paper checks that people are getting getting that's not direct deposit literally have his yeah. name on them instead of the treasury department there'll be trump checks now i could be wrong that's a legend report that i heard but i mean wild if true i don't know there's a whole bunch of shit that this week has just been so fucking wild from uh, yeah, there's a lot. We don't need to get no, into that today. Don't. Maybe we should take. I think we should take actual... a five minute break and kind of yeah. <laughs> reconvene for a second. <laughs> yeah. So we're. Then we'll get back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, Jinx. Just. <laughs> we, yeah, five minutes, man. Five, five minutes. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hope you uh, recharged after that nice break. We're going to get into Tiger King and the special episode that was released after the docu-series came out, documentary came out, because it was just so good, they had to do a follow-up. Yeah, I mean, like, we, so just peek behind the curtain here, we did an entire, like, hour-and-a-half-long episode about Tiger King. Honestly, it was close to like two, two and a half hours. Oh, was it really? Yeah, it was. It was long, but it just, the audio, and we've had such technical difficulties trying to get it out. Yeah, I mean, it was. We decided to do a. We decided that, you know, the, the, the craze has probably passed enough by now that it's not worth putting through the effort of, you know, re-recording and all that type of stuff. Um, and so we're just going to cover the special episode. I mean, 
we, we may reference the, the previous bits just to give yeah. a little bit of context for people that haven't seen it. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Um, yes, you should. And, then, and if you haven't seen it, not only should you watch it, but where the fuck have you been? Yeah, well, honestly. Like, at home, hopefully. Have you not been on Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, fucking This is anything? like, this thing has literally taken on, like, a, like, it's truly a phenomenon at this point, right? Yes, it really is. It's, like we said in the episode, which isn't going to be aired, but... It's one of those things that's stranger than fiction. It's almost it's too good. It to is legitimately good. insane to me that this person, Joe Exotic, exists and is not faking it. Yes. Not, yeah. He's, it's so real. Like, just, you know how Larry the Cable Guy is not actually a real, like, per, well, let me say that another way. Larry the Cable Guy is a bit that a, a guy does for stand-up comedy. You know that? Yes. So yeah. that's not how Larry actually taught. I don't know the guy's real name, but... It is Larry. Oh, okay. Well, that's how Larry actually... or That's not how Larry actually talks. Joe Exotic is just that that guy the whole time. Yeah. What the fuck? It's, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, this, this post thing is... There was some like B list celebrity that I recognized but couldn't remember the name of Joel now. Joe McHale from Yeah, Community. I don't know who that is. Um, Which I, it is funny because it's just like I finally get a job during quarantine. Like, yeah. Because he hasn't been working for so long. It just yeah, he was yeah. he was a good host. I'm not trying to rip on the guy. It just he I, I thought it was funny. Like he asked like good questions. It wasn't like it wasn't meant to be like yeah. hard hitting reporting or whatever. No, it was. It was. It was definitely interesting to see some of the people's reactions. Oh yeah, I, I didn't expect a couple of them. Um, yes. Most most of them, I was like, yeah, that's kind of how I expected him to say that. But it was just like, there were a couple that I was just like, damn, you like really hate that guy. Um, yeah, yeah, that's like you could definitely tell that there was some uh, some other stuff going on that you didn't quite see in the documentary. Yeah, the things I thought was crazy was the zoo manager. Uh, who didn't have any legs, which he didn't lose to a tiger. He lost to a zipline accident, which is crazy. That's just the best story right there. Yeah. Like, that has to be the best story when you're sitting at a zoo and people are like, yeah. oh, the the, ti- the tigers, right? No, actually. And it's just like, that has to be the best conversation. Sorry. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Him and Seth, who Saf. is a Seth, who's a female transitioning to male. Identifies as a man. Identify, yeah, sorry, not transitioning. But I don't know, identified. to clarify, we don't know if she's transitioning. We just know that the documentary got it wrong and she identifies as a man. Yes. So does a he. Which I'm glad it was clarified because I was very confused during the documentary. I did not know. I, I, was, I was just on the assumption that it was a lesbian that was very butch. Um, yeah, I mean, they called him her throughout the whole series and like, Apparently, people got very upset about it throughout, you know, apparently people knew that Saf was, in fact, identified as a man, and so, like, I I was... I would like to make a correction. Apparently, I said it, I meant he... I think I did it, too. Yes, he, he, that's, it's slip of the tongue, that's all. Um, it... We're still working and adapting. Yes, he... We apologize. Point being, 
they misgendered her, and she, he, excuse me, again, he apparently didn't care. Like, it was just, he was just kind of like, I mean, like, yeah, it bugged me, but, like, I didn't, I wasn't gonna, like, pitch a fit over it, like, whatever. I mean, the guy got his arm ripped off by a tiger. Yeah, for real. That's the least of his worries. What, what messed me up about him was that, like, he was so, um, nonchalant, not even nonchalant, but, like, just open about the fact that the, the arm got ripped off, but then also was like, oh, yeah, we used it as a training video. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Okay, I would not I be able to handle that. Handle <laughs> that. Yeah, same. I don't know if I could be able to handle seeing that moment. Yeah, that's like yeah, apparently he watched it. Well, they said that like um, he watched it over. Or he said that he watched it over and over and over again. And I was just like, why? Like what? I. But then again, like I think about it, and I'm just like, if that kind of traumatic experience happened to me. Like, one of two things happens, right? You either, A, shut down completely, and you never want to hear about it again, or, B, you want to come to terms with it. Yeah. And so it's like, whichever one happens and however you cope with it is obviously valid. It's just that, like, it's that is certainly not how it would have went down in my brain. Like, in my brain, I would be like, I never want to see that tiger again. Yeah, agreed. I'd be like, I hope you shut that tiger between the fucking yeah, I mean, it's... I will wear that, like, wear it as a coat. One of the crazy parts that I loved, uh, well, the two, was one, the first interview with Jeff Lowe and his... Were they first? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Jeff Lowe and his wife, and once everybody found out that they had the smoking hot babysitter... No, not a babysitter, it's a nanny. It's a live-in nanny. nanny. Live-in nanny, who they're obviously having... Oh yeah, because they they open they uh, introduced them by saying they definitely have an open marriage, and then like they there have been like tweets from Jeff Lowe's company that like people have like sent the the thing they're they're like, hey, are you banging the nanny? And the reply is always just, wouldn't you? Mm. And it's just like respect, like <laughs> because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would. Now that you mention it, yes. <laughs> The thought never crossed my mind because it was just kind of an automatic. Like, it... But... And, like... I I thought it was interesting is the word I have to use because I haven't fully come down on it yet. It's like... Hearing Jeff Lowe's side of the story where he pretty much openly admits to being a con man. Right? Like, he was just kind of like, you know, like, they, you know, people think that I'm the victim and people think that da 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 And then when they find out that I turn on them, they, they try to backstab me. And I'm like, okay, you just called yourself a backstabber, but that they try to backstab a backstabber. So, like, in one part, respect because you know exactly who you are. Yeah. In a second part, get fucked because you're a piece of shit. Like, it... Such a piece of shit. And the only like sim- uh, sympathy I have for him is when uh, Joe was running for governor. He embezzled like eighty-eight thousand dollars from. Yeah, Joe, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't embezzle money. Um, the guy who I felt the worst for was Josh, his campaign manager, who we found out had to go to therapy after. Travis out of pocket. Brains out. Which, uh, but I mean, also like, but of course he did. Yeah. Like it, 
Like, no, I mean, I like no. I'm not hating on the guy. Like, no. It's a traumatic, traumatic ass event. Like, the man blew his brains out right in front of you. Like, there's no way you don't wake up being like, holy shit. Like, yeah, there's no way that. You, and then like the way he I'm described it was also. If like that happened. And he was just like. like no, I'm good. And that was crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um. No. So you want to get some lunch? Like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> um. No, but like it was the way he described it though was a little bit riveting for me because he was just like, I, you know, you know, the thing with Travis happened. He describes it a little, you know, pretty condensed version, and he goes, you know, I had to go to therapy, which of course he did, and then you know after therapy I went to. Uh, kind of into a, like a depressive state, as far as we can tell. Um, and then he was also just like, but that, but that happened to me because after Travis killed himself, I had to go to the same office every day, sit in the same chair every day, look at the same bullet hole in the wall every day, and it would just haunt him. And I mean, of course it did because that would be yeah. that would be terrifying. Yeah, and I love how he's like, as soon as you know, I get back on my meds and like, um mentally straight i want to get back in the running campaign oh yeah respect his game good on you yeah i'm like good on you you get back because and to be fair that place yeah i was about to say to be fair the dude got 19 percent of the vote with joe exotic as his candidate yeah maybe he's got a point is all i'm saying like (laughs) i don't know anything about his policy but i'm just like he knows what he's doing yeah dude can run a campaign um But uh, one of the other funny ones uh, was Rick Kirkham, the guy who did. That's my favorite guy in the entire show. Yeah, so, he, I, he is just Norway and got married. He has, he's like, I got the front page of the paper, like <laughs> famous bitch. He literally was just like, they ask him, is Tiger King big over there? And he's like, oh, don't worry. Here's my face on uh, on a double page in the front page of the whatever Norwegian uh, newspaper, and he was just like. Trust me, I can't go to the store anymore. And I was just like, that is incredible. You deserve yeah, every second of that fame. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that is one of the parts I thought was wild. And that's what I was going to mention when I first brought up uh, the zoo manager. Oh, zoo. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the zoo? I can't remember the zoo manager. Name. I want to say it's uh, rink- something Rinky. One of, maybe John Rinky? Uh, no, I think you're thinking of John Inky. And that's the- mm, I think the, the manager. Is the manager one with the long hair? Yeah, John Rinky. That's the, uh... Is it John Rinky? Yeah, John, R-E-I-N-K-E. Yes, it is. John Rinky, you are correct. John Rinky and Sap, they're like, yeah, during a pandemic, I'm at Walmart and people are just coming up to me and wanting to take pictures. Like, right, like, they just want to, like, shake my hand and I'm just kind of like, yeah, well, I get it. I think it's modern day love stories that's what you're a part of right like uh, it's american mythology literally tiger king is everything that is great and terrible about the united states all in one it's about a gay redneck who owns a zoo and can run for political office who also goes to jail for trying to put out a hit on one of his rivals and killing innocent tigers and And doing meth and you know yeah. There's also the math, and you know, I'm feeding people hot van pizza. Yeah. Truck pizza. Yeah. 
The truck, the, she the, should go to jail just for the that. truck pizza that messed me up. I was like, yeah, how dude, dare you dude, think about to so to set up that what that what we're talking about for people that don't know or don't remember what that means is that like there was a truck that uh, brought ex, like spoiled meat to the zoo every week, month, whatever the hell. Um, that first of all, he would let his zoo attendants or his zoo employees pick out what was still good. Which is kind of him, but he then took it a step further and said, "Oh, this stuff is expired, quote unquote." But now I'm going to start using this meat in the pizza restaurant that I opened at the zoo, which is messed up. Messed up. Very messed up. I mean, I, think I was the talking. The fact that not only he treated his employees to the fact where they had to take meat off of the non-refrigerated expired. Truck right. To go home and cook to survive is is so fucked up. And then you texted this to me, but the greatest thing is to find out that Joe Exotic is in fact afraid of big cats. Yeah, dude. John Rinky or not John Rinky, uh, Rick Kirkham drops this bomb at the end of the entire thing, and he's like, "Oh, that's something that that blew my mind. That was never highlighted in the documentary." Joe Exotic is terrified of big cats. And I was like, excuse the fuck out of me. What did you just say? And it was like, it, that is the most surreal thing I've ever... Th- he's known as the Tiger King, and he's terrified of cats. Yeah. That is just... That's just... It, it Honestly, it just sums up the entire thing so perfectly. It's like... I don't know if it sums it up, but it's definitely stories, something. <laughs> yeah. One of the wildest stories was... John Rinky was telling about... How somebody dropped off a sick horse and they're oh, like, oh, hey, this can is, you give it a good home? It really highlights how, like, how, because the whole time, I, I only said, I only interrupt you to say this, that, like, the whole time, the people are, they're asking people, like, do you think Joe should be in jail? Not, do you think he should be in jail for killing Carol Baskins? That's not yeah. what they ask. They ask, do you think he should be in jail? And they're like, oh, absolutely. Fuck that yeah, guy. Unequivocally, the answers are yes. And it's just summed up by the fact that. This old, like, this family's horse, they give him to him, so they expect him to give him this horse a nice pasture to, like, die of old age. As soon as they leave, he shoots the horse and chops it up and feeds it to the tiger. Yeah, and there was a line that he gave that I can't remember what it was. But he was like, I'm not here to take care of other people's horses. Or animals or something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. But John, but the, the weirdest thing to me is that, like, he tells Rick Kirkham... The guy that was shooting the reality show about him to, like, when the horse pulled up, he was like, oh, Rick, come here. You need to keep filming. Keep filming. The lady leaves, and he goes, like, keep filming. And he shoots the horse in the head. And it's just like, yeah. if you're going to do that, and you're going to act like you're some, you know, animal activist or that you love, like, wouldn't you want that to not be on camera? Right. Like, that was the thing. Like, he caught everything on camera. Like, he just... He, I mean, he was just not a smart man. Well, not only that, but I mean... My Rick Kirkham. Oklahomans and... Yeah. Them giving him 19% of the vote. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't know that uh, Josh Dial was gay until this documentary. Yeah. It's, same, that's never that's no never idea. mentioned in the, in the show uh, no, at all. Not once. Not once. And I love how uh, Josh... Uh, yeah, Josh McHale... The, not Josh McHale, the... Uh, the campaign manager? No, the guy, the celebrity who was doing... Oh, I don't know. Joel McHale. Joel McHale, that was the guy. He was like, oh, 
did uh, Joe Exotic ever try and hit on you? Yeah. And he was like, no, his uh, Joe Exotic's age range is 18-year-old and dumb. Yeah, and well, the, well he didn't say 18-year-old. He said it, uh, Joe Exotic's type is young and dumb. And yeah. then he just kind of like did this little like hand motion about himself. And I was like, you know what? Go off, queen. Like, it- <laughs> go off, queen. <laughs> yes, do you, queen. Yes, queen. Oh, my God. Um, I was just like, yeah, so fuck yeah, funny. dude. Like, get on it. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, no, if he hadn't said anything, I would not have expected him to be gay. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, just, it was a wild but much needed special episode of Tiger King because that shit was just... It does, it like brought a little bit of a sense of closure, right? Where it was just yeah. kind of like, you could have had anybody host that, but just like to have the, the handful of people that were truly sane on that show, yeah. like talk and just be like, oh yeah, no, Joe's a fucking asshole. It was just kind of like, yeah. yeah, he is. And this documentary definitely tries to depict him as better than he is. Yes, and it's it was. But they definitely also show that he's an asshole. Oh yeah, they show that he was he's a terrible human. But it was like they also highlighted the fact that like they they kind of victim him, victimize him. They do, they do. They paint him as this ignorant redneck who was a dupe in a almost didn't know any better type stuff. Yeah, which no, in in having the special episode definitely showed that. Oh, there was definitely some conniving going on behind Joe Exotic's eyes. I just thought it was so funny that that one guy moved all the way to Norway, Rick Kirkham, and he's still super famous. Yeah. That just shows you Tiger King is a global. Yes, this is. During this pandemic, it's a global phenomenon. So let me ask you this. Do you think if this pandemic hadn't hit, would Tiger King be anywhere close to what it is? I honestly no. I don't think. I think the fact that everybody had the time to sit down and watch it, and the fact that it was such a good story, like it's—I think you're right—it was immediate. It was like even Game of Thrones took like a season or two to kind of get into that oh global phenomenon. Right. I, I think Whereas you're this right. Was seven episodes immediate. I think you're right because if this had been just like a, if if you know COVID nineteen had never happened and we were living in the alternate timeline where we're all just still at work type of thing i think that this would be on the level of like the fire festival documentaries that went out like whereas like people were like oh dude you need to watch that like yeah uh, it's, it's dude, actually like really watch the fire you, you yeah come on what what got me was it was almost it was almost like the fire festival i mean it was better than the fire festival but the fire festival documentary where the guy was like i was literally going to go blow a customs agent yeah to get these permits, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, how committed are you to a job right. where you're about to suck dick for that job? Well, he was, I don't want to, like, make this seem like a thing, but he was gay is is I mean, the yes, caveat he there. Was but gay, it, but just because but he per, was gay. But the point is, like, performing go. a sex act for a yes. job. Like, that's. Yes. That was the point I was making. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I know. I just, I mean, clarity's sake. But, um, yeah. no, I mean, like. I don't. I think I think you're. I, I think we kind of agree that it was like this wouldn't have become what it was if it wasn't that because. But I think that the thing for me that was so similar about these two was, I didn't. I knew of the Fire Festival, 
I didn't know yeah. really what it what ha- what happened or like all of the details, but I knew it was like some big old shit show. And I was just like, ah, rich people got screwed, whatever. Um, yeah. And then, like, but when I watched it, like, I watched the document. I watched both. There was there was a Hulu one and there was a Netflix one. I watched them both, and both times, both times, I was just sitting there going like, it just keeps going. It just keeps yeah. getting bigger, and it just keeps getting crazier. And I don't yeah. understand how. And this literally the definition of snowball. Right. And it was like, this had the exact same effect where it was just kind of like, it just kept getting weirder. Yeah. And so like, because of that, I just, I could not like look away. It's, it was a train wreck. It was just like, it was watching a train wreck where you're just like, oh no. (laughs) And you just couldn't do anything. Yeah. Agreed. A hundred percent agreed. It's, uh, what do you, what do you think about Quibi? Have you seen those commercials? Because me and Ashley have been debating about Quibi. It's like a for-your-phone video subscription service where they do TV shows, but they're specifically 10 to 15 minutes long. So it's like you're taking a shit and you just want something quick to watch. Like you pull up a Quibi and you watch it. Or like <laughs> you're bored in between, I don't know, a meeting or something. You pull up a Quibi and watch it. Honestly, to be fair and objective, most people would probably be watching that thing on the can. Like, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, maybe. We've seen that's some shows. a 10, 15-minute episode. That's a, you know, it's a, it's a bathroom watch. I, right? on. I'm on their website now, and I'm just looking at it, and it, they've kind of got some big-name actors on this thing. No, that's what I'm saying. they got big-name actors, and they offer 90-day... To script a ninety day free trial. I might sign up I for did. this, like just yeah, just to see. Actually, I've been thinking about it. By the way, Quibi definitely sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> no, I it just it looks interesting. They got Sophia Turner, Brian Cranston, like they got a they got some names up here. Yeah, for sure. I I mean, the idea is, um. I kind of like the idea in in uh, in theory, I should say, because yes. like in a world where all of the good TV has become these hour long commitments to watch one episode, you yeah. know, a la Tiger King, uh, Ozark, um, you know, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, like that type of stuff. Like when you ha- when I have to commit a full hour of my day into watching something, yeah. it can be tough sometimes. So it's like. If this is genuinely like quality TV, yeah, I, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. I mean, that's that's what I love about uh, you know some cartoons like regular show and stuff. It's you know it's two fifteen minute episodes like like you they, you can do a full story in fifteen minutes if you really wanted to, right? And it's especially if it's like a season or something like. Yeah, I mean it's that that's an interesting idea. I may I may look into that further, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I was just wanting to, wanted to get your take on that because me and Ashley had been debating about it, if uh, we should go ahead and do. It. And the ninety day free trial is honestly pretty spectacular. Yeah. It is. All right. Well, uh, you have anything else you want to talk about today? Not off the top of my head, honestly. This was a big politics week, and we agreed that we're not yeah. going to do that on the middle of the week. So, I mean, it's just 
this is gonna be a little no. bit shorter than normal, but I'm I'm kind of cool with it to be honest with you. Yeah, same. Hey. And I think Sunday is gonna be a, a big week for all our listeners, and um, you know, please if you have any questions or comments or want us to talk about anything that you think is important in sports or politics or entertainment, hit us up on Twitter uh, or Instagram. We'll be happy to throw it into our content. And yeah, about it. yeah, most definitely. I mean, on Twitter, I am Nick underscore Edenfield, and I don't have Instagram um, because it's dumb. Yes, and I'm uh, KCD3866 and Kevin.Black11 on Instagram. Come follow and uh, let us know that you support us and give us any questions, comments, concerns. If you got them, we'll be happy to take a look at them. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for us for this, this April 15th, this Wednesday. Perfect middle of the week. Perfect middle of the month. Yes, exactly. You know, you got 420 coming up in a couple of days, so make sure you got uh, everything all set up and ready to go for that national holiday, which you can actually celebrate on your own and don't have to talk to anybody. So. <laughs> Perfect timing, That's I true. do say. That is true. All right, well. For a respiratory pandemic. This is the Quarantine <laughs> Files, and uh, I'm Nick. I'm Kevin. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Goodbye. Peace.